I've been knowing you for some while. That's true. And you've always had a tinkling of soul. Every day I, I try to describe soul. Maybe you mm -hmm. could hum eight bars of what soul represents. Hmm. I had a big opening planned with roller skating sounds, but we're going to open up with a one minute moment of silence. So. Isn't that good for radio? There we go. Ready? You, thank you for joining us, everybody. My name's Kevin. And I'm Eric. And this is the Daily Echo. Thank you. Boom. I just learned. <laughs> there it is. The rail. Gotten good. Flashing lights too on the heels. Ooh. Oh, there's a good move. Yep. 
good finish too. Thank you. It's hard to do in this small room, but you get the idea. <sighs> usually we have like a, not usually, but sometimes we have like a weekly call to prepare for the show. And we were talking about the fact that we're having James G on today. James Makes Music is his handle on Instagram. And so everyone was going to look into it. <laughs> see if they could come up with some questions and stuff. And uh, Darren was left speechless. I've, I've been sick for a week. <laughs> I can't, I, I just can't focus on anything. I, li- I saw it and it was, it was funny. That, it That's gave you pleasure. That's all it, I care about. And it gave about. me pleasure. I don't know if I have any trenchant... Hard, hard hitting questions yet I'm gonna think of some well I'm glad you're back on the show thank you well, yeah welcome back Darren Mr. thank you we're you glad guys too. we're glad you're healthy and then Chris is here also good evening everyone good evening is it evening at 5.06 p.m. good question yeah I think five's the threshold we're right there on the cusp yeah isn't I the time gonna change soon they kind of it's gonna feel more like evening there's well still going to be five o'clock, so I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, but the mood, it'll have an evening mood. Yeah, it will. Darker <laughs> earlier. Yeah. We, we will still be broadcasting at five. Uh, whether it's Wednesday or Thursday remains to be seen. Ah. Oh. We but should talk a, about that. That's a whole different story. <clears throat> but so, let's see. So we have, we've got... One show left after today on Radio Free Brooklyn is the plan, is not the plan, it's the understanding that we have with the radio station. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to deliver two high-powered shows to you. First of which is occurring before your very eyes. (laughs) Uh, We've got James G. on the show. He's badass. If you don't know who he is... um, it's this fellow that uses Healy, heel, Heelys, their, their shoes with wheels and the heels. And he is a handsome devil, mm-hmm. dad bod and everything. And, uh, and he brings joy to the world, to the whole world, uh, through his videos on James Makes Music. I have a dad bod. That's the only reason I can say that. We said this, didn't we, that we can share that. We all do. We all do. Share that space and that size. So, um, it's delightful to me because nobody has anything bad to say about him. When you read through the commentary that you read on the internet, uh, there's nothing but love. Yeah. Uh, And so, we're going to douse him in love ourselves here later today at 6 p.m. So uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. Uh, My name is Kevin. And I'm Eric. And this is the Daily Echo. Uh, We do have a call-in line, and I would implore all listeners uh, to give us a call uh, around 6 if you have questions for James G. So if you... uh, are listening for the first time the number is 917-994-9298 but if you didn't write it down just go to the dailyecho.nyc all the information is there so give us a call 
uh, give James a call. And I think that would be a really uh, fun thing. We're, we're having a party today. We, uh, it's our biggest get, I think, on the, sh the history of the show. I mean, I know we got Brett Stetka. That was a pretty big one. Published author. Pu published author. Uh, orgy enthusiast, my friend. It's a pretty big, pretty big get. Yeah, she brought the stories. Um, this guy's verified on Instagram. What do you think that process is like? I don't know. I want to ask him, but I feel like that's not interesting, probably. <laughs> I, uh, I think people want to know. <laughs> I do. Um, but no, I have, I have two pages of notes. Um, sounds like you also have done some research and have some notes I as do. well. I do, Kevin. Yeah, I, I watched many of his short films and found the whole thing fascinating. So yeah, if we've got time, I've got... Got a few questions bubbling oh, away. Oh, definitely, yeah. there'll be yeah. time. We should uh, intermix them. I, I'll, I'll try to not get too in the zone looking in this direction, so that <laughs> I can throw a couple of them to you in the middle. Definitely recommend people look at it on Instagram. Very interesting and fun, as you say. James makes music, yeah. so definitely that. Uh, second to last show on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. I know. Second to last show on Radio Free Brooklyn. We would be very open to staying if that was an option available to us. Do you think it still might be? Nobody told me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was all sorted out. Well, it's been a roller coaster of emotions. The it has been sorted out. We've we've secured a spot on a different station. Uh, at a different day, same time slot. But as I go through all of the onboarding process, I just learn some things along the way where I'm like, "Ooh, do I really, do I really want to give that up?" You know? What do you mean? Like, for example, the breadth of distribution from which I uh, share the archives right now. So many different apps you can get the archives from right now. Um, that would come to an end. And that's like a big one for me. They, so they don't do their own archival podcast, anything like that? You yeah. you archive exclusively with them. Mm. And to me, that's a big one. So Control. Na so now I'm, now I'm starting to say like, well, we got a good thing going. <laughs> Maybe... Maybe we can just keep doing this again. I mean, on that first point, though, I mean, it, it does seem s slightly counterproductive, just given my own experience recently about you You should listen to this show, The Daily Echo, on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, and the first response is, is it available on Spotify, in terms of, uh, can I listen to it there? And obviously, clearly, that's the that's people's first reaction. Is that is that the kind of platform that might be limited with K? Well, I guess, <coughs> yes, that's specifically the one that oh, right. I'm worried about. Yeah. Uh, I, it's not that I want to bend over to the conglomerate machine that is Spotify. Oh, yeah, God, no. Yeah. Or Apple. But uh, the thing that's number one for me 
It's similar, actually. You know, the pa the parallel that I'll draw to it is is what we talk about every time we talk about Circa. Um, playing in the background right now. Mm -hmm. We love Circa. Yep. And then as we as we talk about this, we always make a point to say, make sure you buy it on Bandcamp. Yeah. But I always say, listen to it wherever you're listening to anything, but just go buy it on Bandcamp. And I know that really we should just say, do everything on Bandcamp. But I just want people to listen to Circa. And so similarly, in the radio show spirit, I don't care that Spotify is winning the war on distribution of music. And I just want people to hear the show. Mm. Yeah, because you're not trying to make money off of it. It's more important to get it into people's laps. No, I invest in this show. Yeah, you lose money. I lose a lot of money. I'm broke because of this goddamn thing. Kill it. <laughs> I do have dog a dog and pony show. I did add a line item in my. I keep a very meticulous budget through this app called Mint, mm -hmm. and uh, I did add a line item specific to radio because I pay dues. Sometimes I pay for online advertising. Mm. How much was that microphone, that beautiful microphone? $400. $400. Was it as much as $400? $400 microphone. Uh, you could have gotten away with a, a $75 microphone. I don't know if four, uh, 400 is uh that's Top of the range. Yeah. Right. I'm going for the, I'm shooting for the moon, man. Doesn't it's it sound Soundproofing, yeah. Yeah, it does. Sounds a little better than ours. But not a lot better, in my opinion. Sounds warmer. Is it not in KPIS's interest and other radio stations that and apps that are available to have as wide a distribution as possible? Because that draws listeners in depends regardless. On, it depends on what your motive is. If your motive is to grow the station, one could argue that it helps. Like my blurb in the summary on all of these other distribution channels starts with the phone number. Yeah. And then it says live on Radio Free Brooklyn, Thursdays 5 to 7. And then it has like the Kevin and Eric love affair bullshit. Uh, and then I put you guys in like a half thought out sentence at the end of the thing. It's very cruel of me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work on it. No, no, we know where your priorities well, are. No, it's fine. I, yeah. When I started it, when I, when I wrote the blurb, I was doing it all by myself. And I knew I needed to add something. And I... Uh, it's not that it's half-hearted. It's just that I was workshopping it, and I was like, "All right, place placeholder. Yeah. We got to figure out how to write this differently," <laughs> which we'll revisit if we do have to update on for the new station. Um, Is this giving you certain thoughts and doubts yeah. about the Wednesday offer? That's what we're hearing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Is is that the archival uh, rules? make me uncomfortable mm. and that's making me second guess and so I think I should write an email to Radio Free Brooklyn and say hey any word can we can we stick around oh my god the soap opera continues can we can we just stay put <laughs> is that cool with everybody F five o'clock with so the same preconditions that you've already articulated oh. to them yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah no I'm not budging on that yeah can you believe it? It goes back and forth and back and forth. It's good that we kept the options open for so long. Always. What a saga. Where does it Where does it live on their website, Capus's website, the archives? Uh, you go to shows, 
and then you scroll until you find daily echo and then they'll be selectable there through a service called Mixcloud, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. Most of these stations don't have much resources. I just caught that he said the name. That's funny. <laughs> um, hey, Winston. Last week, we talked briefly about the potential scenario of <laughs> ending up with... Uh, being offered two shows two Wednesday shows. 5 to 7 Thursday 5 to 7 oh, have, you, have you thought about that anymore yeah oh, oh god down, sir. <laughs> well now now that's that's exactly what I'm shooting for oh you are and then I pick one I see yeah and if you were to ask me which one I would pick today <gasps> which one I would pick right this second I would probably just continue I don't want to switch up everyone's schedule all of our listeners going to move a calendar invite or however they remind themselves if they do whatever people do these days um so i <laughs> so i'm inclined to stay put uh right here right now and do this mm. so we'll see but no the 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 homework that i've been having to do for for the new home it's a lot of work a lot of work so was that it there? <laughs> I just, I just wanted to, uh, I want it all to go away. I just want to do a show. I just want to do a show. So, so what was going on, Darren? You have been ill, <laughs> and now you're fine. That is that that was going on. And 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 then you, uh, can we talk about any of this? I don't know. But I mean, the point is, you're fine. But you went and today, or you were tested. Is that what it was? Oh yeah, I haven't been here since Ireland, for that matter. I didn't realize I had not yeah, been here. Yeah, that's for a while. why I'm throwing it over to you. The cat's blocking my view of you. I know. Take the cat. <laughs> God sakes. Just staring into this <laughs> lump, <laughs> this orange lump. Um, I don't. I don't know. I I I got tested in Dublin the day before I left. It was fine. I got on a plane. I didn't sit near anybody. I didn't talk to anybody. Came home and felt immediately really ill, and it just hadn't hasn't gone away for like a week. And so, I was uh, trying to set up a date for tonight after the show, and she said, "No offense, but would you consider getting a test?" Yeah, because <laughs> her fa- her elderly father's visiting her next week, apparently. So yeah, it's totally valid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. She was very thankful for it, so I got one of those little nasal tests, and it was all good. It was very fast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a low, it's a small thing to ask for. You know, I went to a Russian bathhouse with Jason. No, I didn't. It seems that. like a bad idea in terms of uh, responsible COVID decisions. That place was nasty before COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that place is nasty in general. Yeah. <laughs> it's filthy. So how was Ireland? Anything good? Um, you were gonna you were gonna try out the apps while you were there. Uh, no, I didn't bother with that because I was just moving around too much. But mm. um, they said it was gonna rain for seven days. It did not rain once. Um, I really liked Galway and Cork. They're really charming. Well, this was this was the most fucked up thing. I told Chris that this, like in my mind. Ireland means you're sitting at a bar, talking to people, meeting people, talking to the bartender, eating your food, right? Whatever, right? You're you're basically camped out in a bar as a way to socialize, and that's 
how I've done so solo travel forever. Yeah. And so the very first night I got there, I slept it off. It was a little antsy. And so I went up to the concierge and I said, um, I said, I'm looking for like a cozy place that I can chat with people and just like be like a cool out of the way bar. And she was just like, oh, you, you can't sit at the bar because of COVID. Like you're not allowed to sit at the bar. You can, uh. you can order, but then you got to go sit at a table, like a one top table. So I went into this bar and they had two top tables abutted against the bar. So you'd have to go there with someone else and sit face to face uh, like you know what i mean <laughs> otherwise you're not talking to anybody how could you i mean how could you even oh my god so it was it wasn't like it wasn't a fun trip but it was isolating in the same way oh. you know when your friends aren't around and you're in brooklyn you can't really meet people it's not easy to just meet strangers um so that bummed me out that was the first fucking night i got there that's yeah the, that it was a major part of wanting to be there um so i you know i struck up conversations with all kinds of people throughout the week uh i did meet a hostess at a restaurant that had red hair and was pale and had this thick irish accent she looked at my passport and she said 434 what area code is that and i said charlottesville she's like oh i'm from richmond oh and i was like i don't i'm so confused right now i'd had a few drinks I was like, I don't understand. What do you mean? You have this thick Irish accent. She's like, Well, I've been here for three years. Three years. And I could, I, like, I couldn't <laughs> process it because her her uh. mannerisms, her affectations, everything, like the way she dressed, she blended in so well that I couldn't. And then I was worried about embarrassing her. You ex- you caught her. Well, because I didn't want to make her look like a poser in front of her. She is a poser. I don't. I I don't know. Three years. I I will say this. I knew two different people in college that did a semester abroad in Ireland that came back with fake accents. <laughs> That's only three months. But, Mark, you call it a fake accent. That's the proof that it's a joke. <laughs> and as an immigrant, yeah. speaking as an immigrant, you do try and work really hard to assimilate, which is why you can probably hear me have a fake American accent these days. It's very convincing. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, that is odd, isn't it? I think that it's, uh, you <laughs> you heard that. Uh, did, you, did you also go and see the wedding present, too, on the Saturday night? Oh, yeah. I saw the wedding present. I will say this. Dublin opened up its COVID restrictions on my last night there, and it was fucking madness. Like, it looked like Mardi Gras times 10. Wow. People were pissing and throwing up, and everybody was, like, slutted up. The men were wearing their nicest sweatsuits. Wow. You know. Sweatsuits. Anyone? That sounds like a pretty magical uh, conclusion to the trip, at least. They wear a lot of sweatsuits there, the men. Yeah. <laughs> they, I don't know about the personal stylings of Ireland. Uh, very garish. Very, a lot of leopard print and leather pants and heavy makeup. And then the women. Yeah. Hey. But the men were wearing sweatsuits the whole time. Yes. It wasn't even like... I don't. I don't think they're comfortable. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but the overall. That sounds like that was quite good timing. Then, if the uh, city opened up, it was blowing up. But then I went to see the wedding present, and it was all dudes my age, alone, hmm. waiting for the show to begin, looking in their phones awkwardly. <laughs> all of us not talking. That was a bonding moment of solidarity, then, wasn't it? Yeah, it, was, it reminded me of rock clubs when we were younger but i met three irish brothers and they were so friendly and fun and we talked the whole time bought each other drinks only at the end of the trip did i get to 
significantly talk to people and then the band was playing and that was great yeah um so you know don't travel during covid if you don't travel alone during covid i guess is the keep your expectations yeah, yeah. uh modest because when we went to turks at least we uh we just were in our little compound together the whole time you know yeah but uh hmm. i like solo travel this this just felt different it just yeah like it well wasn't. they were they were restricting you from your ability to commingle, which is part of the fun about traveling solo and yeah bumping into strangers and they did a lot of bullshit where you walk into like a you walk into a place to rent your bike and they're like can i have your first name and phone number and you hand it over and they've just got this raggedy looking clipboard that's hmm. how they track covid oh that's good yeah but it was like <laughs> the approach <laughs> was like a year and a half old like they hadn't caught up to the fact that that's not helpful yeah no i'm i'm being so facetious. yeah it was that part was weird hmm. and the fact that i could be at the wedding present show and be right up in three dudes faces talking was legal but it was not legal to sit at the bar yeah does it make any sense yeah was getting into the show uh you have to show your a covid vaccination pass was that mandatory uh yeah show the pass everywhere um yeah there was a cultural divide between that show and the rest of dublin <laughs> the rest of dublin was pretty fratty and pretty student-y on that evening it was a it was wild the last days of rome Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone I met was a character. Great country, B plus. Yeah, B plus c- country. <laughs> so this is uh, around the point at which we begin to consider playing music. For today, I went through and chose a number of songs from Chris. So oh, I, did you? I do appreciate you sending me that list. Yeah. Um, and since we only have two shows left, sometimes I like to do the ladies first, play, play all of the women uh, respectfully, uh, hopefully, uh, received that way. And uh, today I think we're going to probably just play an entire set of, uh, of bands fronted by women. Uh, there's some men playing tambourine on a couple of these songs, triangle and such. Mostly percussion, isn't it? Yeah. Mostly hand percussion, you know, <laughs> elementary s- stuff. But uh, but yeah, so that's what we're going to do. That's great. I put a lot of thought into it, so I'm pleased you're delving into it. Yeah, let's see. Delighted. And I have more, uh, but then I front-loaded it with the ladies. Uh, yeah. So there's not as many, but I have at least one, two, three out of... One, two, three out of like seven, so about almost half. And then, uh, and the themes in the songs, by the way, yeah, g- generally relate to some subject matter that we've talked about in the last three months. Well, uh, tangentially in many respects, but we'll be able to guess it from hearing. Could the songs. do that, yeah, maybe. Let's see. So let's uh, good game. Let's talk about that after this ne- this first song. Because I think I'm going to prove you wrong right out the gates. <laughs> uh, here's a song. Oh, wait. Do you speak French? A little bit. Okay. Possible. Well, maybe you in, know in something bar, I don't in know. In the market. Here's Stereolab. <laughs>
Chris. <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> the uh, the chorus of that song in French, um, translated back into English, is uh, "Childhood is very nice. Childhood brings magic." And childhood it, is very nice. Childhood brings magic. Yeah, and I remember that once we had a very brief conversation on air, the three of us actually, which was one of the things that we'd all got in common was that we were all called or felt like we were the class clown at yeah. school, and that was our childhood experience. <laughs> um, yeah, that was. <laughs> I did say it might sometimes be tenuous. <laughs> I love it. As well as it being a great song, and I knew that all the five people on the Daily Echo team would love it. I loved it. All my my memories of being a class clown are all synonymous with teachers suggesting medication to my parents year after year after year. <laughs> <laughs> like in the late eighties, early nineties, I think uh, when you when they started having commercials for medications and stuff, it like suddenly there was like a real commoditization and commercialization of medicines and now everybody's like you got to get your kid on Ritalin or whatever it is but the teachers really went all in on throwing medication at people that wanted to cut Did you ever explore the uh, no? the corruption <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait where are we going The corruption link between the pharmaceutical industry and the school like the teachers were they in bed <laughs> with the thing? I don't know they were called pharma They did have like tote bags with little names of drug companies and stuff on it like a drug rep <laughs> pens merch um <laughs> this was in a stupid stupid unsophisticated small town where nobody knew anything and i was surprised they'd even heard of the medications but That's crazy how old were you oh 9 10 11 12 all, all the way till graduating so dangerous isn't it i think ritalin was a big one but uh they were trying to medicate the jokes out of me yeah shameful you're not getting these jokes Chris sees himself as one half of a comedy duo was something that was once written in one of my school <laughs> reports and I never really did find the other half <laughs> of my you know, who was Costello to my abbot well here we are <laughs> yeah maybe here, here we have Larry Moe and Curly 50 <laughs> years later <laughs> we've got a team of five a little goof troop a um, whack pack mine my, my uh my report card said Kevin doesn't know when it's appropriate a time to have fun and when it's appropriate to, to be serious. Mm. Like I would, I would goof off when it was serious time. Did it work the other way around too? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it did. You were serious when everybody else was. Meant but to I liked that time. feedback. Yeah. Um, did that change you in any way? I felt like it was a. It was like a mandate keep doing it yeah and again what age were you when you heard that read that mm, 11 12 yeah i like the idea of something hilarious happening at school everybody dying laughing and then it pans over to you and you're like morbidly serious <laughs> 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 and then when you're at a funeral you're cutting up <laughs> works both ways <laughs> he just won't learn <laughs> i would have put that on your report card too that's funny uh, let's see. Should we? Maybe we keep going. We have twenty minutes till we talk to James G. If you're just joining us, uh, my name is Kevin, and I'm Eric, and this is the Daily Echo on Radio Free Brooklyn. On Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right, Eric. Thank you. 
and if you want to call in during the James G. Chit Chat, starting at 6, uh, give us a call. The phone number is plastered right there on your phone. If you're listening on the app, uh, otherwise just go to the dailyecho.nyc. You can find it there. So, Have you guys ever ridden around in Heelys? No, not yet. I mean, just with the ones that I just got, you know. Whoa. Carving the... Oh, there. Riding the rails. I kind of picked it up pretty quick. I feel like I hear a skateboard in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, I've never, um, I've never tried them. But he does this move right when he lands, where he sticks his arms out. Mm. It's, it's kind of my favorite part. Yeah, like an Olympic gymnast. Yeah, nine point seven, nine point eight. Yeah, people, this is radio. I'm doing you a favor by encouraging you to look at your phone really quick for this conversation. Just pull up your Instagram and just look up James Makes Music. Uh, it'll help you paint a very good picture uh, so that when we chit-chat with him at 6 o'clock, you kind of you know what we're talking about. So, James Makes Music. That was delightful. James makes music on Instagram. Talking to him at six. And we talked about him being a Healy rider, but the makes music part. We're getting into that later, I guess, right? Yeah, I wonder which came first. I think the music came first. I would think so. I've been studying his career. Uh, his his uh, online presence started in 2018, but it didn't. It seems as though he didn't really uh, refine it into this passionate Healy project until around the summer of 2020. He was he was on America's Got Talent, mm. doing tricks, doing Healy tricks. Did you watch that? Is that available on YouTube? Uh, it's like episode four. I didn't find it. Uh, but I can't wait to ask him about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's got a such so a short history that he's he's really climbed to the top of the mountain uh, much quicker than we did. Do you think there's other <laughs> uh, lesser people, <laughs> like uh, people on Instagram with only like a thousand followers riding around in Heelys? Like he's spawned, he's spawned. You see, you do have lots of questions, Darren. Really, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> like looking up to him. Yeah, that are just like cheap knockoffs. Yeah, probably copycat. Yeah, there always are, right? Yeah. Every <laughs> vlogger on YouTube. It's, it's the greatest thing. I don't know. I sent it. I sent it to a few friends. I never send those like direct messages where you share something, but it just gives me so much joy when I look at his his little things that uh, that I sent it to a couple of our friends and Sh Shane being one of them doesn't mean anything to the listeners to to mention him in this context, but it gave me great joy when I clicked on James G and I saw like my mutual friends that follow him. <laughs> And I saw like the list of people that I sent it to that were like, yeah, I could, I could add this to my daily, you know, it's better than looking at cats, I think. Are they gonna, are they gonna, uh, 
break down and call the show this time? I think we're going to get a couple of calls during the uh, during the, the segment, yeah. Notoriously sluggish listeners on this show. You know that while you were gone, we tried to give away <laughs> uh, Flaming Lips tickets? And nobody. <laughs> and nobody called. But we, get, we did get one person, and it turns out they texted during the show. Oh, no, really? But I still stand by the fact that it was a text and not a phone call. But we... we <laughs> We couldn't even get anyone to call in for f- like sixty dollars worth of con- two concert tickets. That is the ultimate lazy. Like calling was too much, so they had to text for free <laughs> tickets. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So that was a very good experiment. But so what I did learn was yes, that people are really afraid to call. Um, but also, B, the person that did call was definitely a number that I don't have. So it was it was reassuring to know that there are strangers out there listening so how did you transfer the tickets to this stranger oh no no i'm going oh you, you kevin ruled that because the assumption was that the <laughs> message was two days late that oh. the, uh, the, no. cl- the closing date and time had passed no it was 7 p.m on the thursday it wasn't that it was that it was a text and not a phone call oh, okay that was yeah. that was my ask we're trying to put we're trying to create content for radio to just the say text doesn't quite do it yeah <laughs> right <laughs> you know you should have pitched it as uh, go to the Flaming Lips with Kevin yeah and you give them one ticket and you go together <laughs> that's a great idea and then you film it because um, when I was growing up on classic rock radio the DJs they give away a ticket and sometimes you go with the DJ it was considered an honor to go see y- you know like a second tier whatever Bachman Turner Overdrive at the at the uh, state fair with this DJ. That's funny. And the DJs were the biggest goddamn nerds you've ever seen. I know, that's me. Well, no. <laughs> I'm talking about guys older than us with like Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. Kind of slovenly. Little, uh, little, what is it? Uh, rat tail. Rat tail in the back. A little Bud Abbott mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Something mentioned for him tonight. The other lesson learned from it as well was whether we should have had a quiz question about the Flaming Lips, which might have added more value. Do you think psychologically adds more value to a ticket? Someone having to feel, you know, they put the work in to, yeah. a- to answer the question and call in. Rather, you know, that would have been also something that I think that's often how those, yeah, those radio contests. I yeah. think that's a normal way to do it. What state were Flaming Lips formed in? Was o- the question Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, let's see, that's good. That's see, I was going to ask okay. what 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 was the song about the spider bite about? Mm. That's more of a qualitative answer, isn't it? And you'd be inclined to say that it's about a spider bite. Is bite spelled with a Y, though? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What is that? (laughs) It's a good question. It's the Flaming Lips. You never know. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) No. The answer is is uh, they thought that the guitar player, keyboard player, uh, Stephen Drost, I think his name is, was they thought he was going to die because of a spider bite, but really it was an infection on a heroin insertion point. And he, he lied to them and told them that it was a spider bite. And, oh, uh, wow. and Wayne story. Coyne wrote a song about it when he was afraid that the spider bite was going to break up the band. That guy is phenomenally talented. 
Stephen Joe's. Right. Like in terms of crafting a lot of those weird sounds and or, or orchestrating it all, like he's he's the guy. He paints he paints a pretty good picture on a weird canvas that is the Flaming Lips. Uh, I don't. I really think I only hold two albums of theirs in high regard. And they've got like a career of probably like 15 or something. Mm. So I'm not like a super fan, but I do think, uh, I do think that they're pretty talented and I think they put on a good live show. It's one of those things you can dip in and out of. Like I've, I've been listening, I've listened to them off and on for fucking 30 years at this point. I don't even, I don't think about them ever, mm. but you could dip in and out if you really wanted to, to some album from last year and it's probably fine. <laughs> Yeah. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to really. It's no. like Beck. Beck has 30 years of albums. It's all like pretty good. It's not my thing, but like you could. Yeah, I, uh, Mercury Rev as well. I think of in a sort of similar vein too. To are they still? Yeah, I think I saw them. I saw them recently. I saw them live three or four years ago. But have they been releasing seen? album all these decades? Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Early early 90s, I think their debut. Wow, I forgot about them too. But I'm sure it's all. Yeah. Listenable. I think of them as fellow travelers to Flaming Lips. Definitely. Maybe wrongly. Oh, no, you think right. That's all right. I think they both started out pretty fucking harsh. Yeah. The first few mm. albums by both of them are harsh, and then they got into Pet Sounds territory and whatever else, Love. I'm trying to think of what other bands they yeah. got took from. But you're going to that gig, are you, Kevin, now? You and Jason? Mm-hmm. It's kind of next week. Tuesday. Yeah. It'd be fun. Um, let's see. We have just a f- little under 15 minutes until we talk to James G. I do need to have a cigarette before that. So we're going to play a couple of songs. Um, but I did... Uh, last week we talked about my, sh- my, my, my scheme. My cigarette scheme. <laughs> yeah. So Darren, so I have a pet peeve. I have a pet peeve about uh, about people bumming cigarettes, just in general. Like not friends, but like strangers. It always bothers me. Yeah. Especially when they have a lighter of their own. It's very presumptuous. Um, but you know, sometimes they offer you a dollar. <laughs> I don't know. Do you, you ever yeah. experience this? Yeah. yeah. And so what I decided last week is is that my new proposition is I'm going to say no, no. My rate is two dollars. Because I think that it puts the value prop back in their court where they have to sort of justify the return on their investment. Whereas I have to do that calculus when I'm like a dollar. Okay, it's probably 75 bucks, 75 cents a cigarette. And so $2 is like my new thing. So I bumped in. So I was walking down Smith Street, actually, to go to a glasses shop. And a man asked me uh, if I had a cigarette. <clears throat> and he started to go to his wallet. So I said, yes, $2. And he didn't have uh, $2. <laughs> no, who does? So he, so he gave me a five. <laughs> and I gave him three ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it actually was a transaction. You gave him change. Yes. You didn't give him two cigarettes, <laughs> two and a half. I gave him did he say anything like, why the fuck are you charging me $2? <laughs> that would have been the first words out of my mouth. <laughs> Starstruck. <laughs> but this really happened. 
<laughs> he didn't flinch. He gave me a five dollar bill and I gave him three ones back. Like you're at the store. <laughs> yeah. Any any yeah any dialogue beyond that between you? you I, I tried walk, to walked on. I try to keep walking. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that great? I told you I would tell you when it happens. This was way better yeah, than I did. Yeah. Did, would you have said that if he hadn't been reaching for his wallet? Would you have charged him? Yeah. You just had two, even. We got, you know, really. Yeah. Despite our conversation last week. Yeah, yeah. Anybody. From now on. My point, Darren, was that there's some kind of intrinsic social transaction that goes back decades in relation to someone offering somebody else a cigarette. Or offering, but also responding positively <coughs> to the request for a cigarette. <laughs> I mean, in, when I was in college, they were a dollar seventy-five a pack. They're like fourteen in New York. Yeah, that's right, and that's See? that's, Thank a, that's you. a big difference now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Thanks, liberal politicians. <laughs> anyway, so I I literally gave someone change. It was way more epic than I ever would have imagined. Uh, he was he was dumb uh, dumbified. Is that a word? He was stu- stupefied. Stupefied. Dumb, dumbfounded. Dumbfounded. Yeah. I mean, like he he, w- he looked like he was stunned. He couldn't believe what was happening. But he never quibbled over the charge. <laughs> he kind of he kind of did when because I think he expected me to give him f- four four dollars back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And what about the lighter aspect? Because that was the thing that we talked about. Was oh, did, yeah. Did he, did he have his own? Did he have his own lighter despite yeah. bumming a cigarette? Yeah, off you? he had his own lighter. I didn't yeah, think about poor. that until right now. Yeah, that's poor. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I kept walking. He never asked for a, for a lighter because I remember just keeping it moving. Because that's the presumptuousness, Darren, that you talk about. Is someone bumming a cigarette and they've already got a lighter with them? <laughs> well, also, you're not out in the wilderness. You're on Smith Street. There's 9,000 places to buy cigarettes on Smith Street. You're in a cigarette-rich environment. This is exactly <laughs> what I was saying. Just but I want to say, well, like, I want to play a couple songs so I can have one, but I also want to say at the same time, uh, don't smoke, kids. It's bad for you, and I'm sorry that I brought it up on the air. I did listen back last week and wish that I hadn't brought it up because I don't want to condone this bad behavior of mine. But I'm going to go enjoy one right now. Anyway. Yeah, we did mention the risk of cancer. You did. You yeah. did a good job of keeping us honest. <laughs> I was just like a maniac as usual. And so I do want to say don't do what I do uh, and pass it on.
ready. This is our uh, this is our biggest get in the history of the show. Let's uh, let's see what happens, shall we? Let's play. Let's start it off with yeah. a little music by James G and give him a call. Back on my ways for utilities. Never waste a word. Eco-friendly rep abilities. Started like a fast, but don't crush my agility. Currency is nice, but don't really want to kill a tree. Hello, sir. I'm going. Are we speaking with James G? The James G? James makes music? <laughs> yeah, that's him. We, uh, we love you so much. Um, thank you for agreeing to be on the show. How you doing? Where are you in the world? Uh, I live uh, in Minnesota. I'm right by the Minneapolis area. Nice. Well, we are speaking from uh, Brooklyn. We are on Radio Free Brooklyn. And uh, and I think we just want to celebrate you as much as possible. I, um, I don't know. I've been talking about you on the show for a couple of weeks now. And um, you just bring me so much joy. Uh, and it seems to me that everybody that follows you recognizes the the pure beauty of what you're doing and has nothing but sweet things to say uh everyone's in on the game and uh <laughs> i can't believe it you know you've come a long way this is uh you started this what you started it in 2018 it looks like right yeah, it's super funny. So, like, with the Healy stuff, I, like, I still have the notebook, and it was, like, I had a list of, like, things to work on um, for, like, music promotion and, like, just, like, entertainment stuff. And, I like, Healy's was, like, number, like, 12 on the list, and <laughs> it ended up being the one, so that was pretty cool. Wait, so hold on. So I know that music came first, and we love your music, which we mm -hmm. just played there, of course. But uh, you... Yeah, thank you. So you... you you used uh, Healy's as a way of sharing your music with people, it sounds like. Yeah, it, it's definitely a combination. Like, that was kind of the thought, but then, you know, the more I did it, like, the more I had fun with it and trying new things and whatever. And then, like, I throw my music in once in a while, but yeah, yeah, it's kind of a combination at this point. It's good music promo, but it's also, like, just fun and, you know, fun to bum around on them for sure. You even, last summer, you were even uh, auditioning for America's Got Talent. What was that like? <laughs> that was crazy. So, um, yeah, I had a video that, like, went viral or something, like, in January. And then I got, like, approached by America's Got Talent to, to come on the show. And so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll go to California. And so um, went there and um, auditioned, obviously, you know, they probably weren't the biggest fan of a grown man on Healy's, but um, <laughs> it was super cool. Yeah, it was a cool experience for sure. I never thought it would go that far, and it did, and I'm very grateful for sure. Yeah, it's pretty wild because I was looking, I was kind of going through your ticker tape of all of them, and it seems like it wasn't until last summer where it became really laser focused on Healy performances. Um, and this is here's some examples of some of the stuff that makes me crazy in like the sweetest way. It's reading through reading through your comments. Epic sesh. This is what people say. 
Epic Sesh, So Fly, Never Stop. Probably the great athlete action sports has ever seen. Don't know what that one means, but I love it. <laughs> Once again, pushing the boundaries, fire emoji. Just what I needed today. You have no idea, brother. Like, I, I, I could keep going. But it's just amazing to me because, like, are you deleting asshole comments or is the world sweeter than I thought it was? Um, honestly, most, like, every once in a while I will. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It's not always, it's not always super nice. But if I get one that, like, usually I leave pretty much everything once in a while. If I get one that's, like, really, really nasty and, like, it's just, like, derogatory and stuff, I'm like, eh, I don't. I don't want to open the door to that. I'd rather keep things positive. So yeah. every once in a while, one comes down. But yeah, mo- most of the comments, I'd say like 90, 95% are pretty, either it's people that are confused, but just kind of think whatever, <laughs> or it's people that have kind of like, yeah, bought in and are like, oh, yeah, uh, it's kind of cool. I don't know. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Would you consider yeah, it? I did not expect that. I thought there'd be a lot more negative, but there actually, yeah, there really isn't that much. So... How would you, okay, so so what we've been trying to do over the last couple of weeks is, right, like the challenge that I have is we have to describe this in a way that makes it listen interesting to the listeners. So it's theater of the mind. And so so like when I say you like, you like heelied into a porter potty, flipped around, did a porter potty trick, and then extended your arms and you know like it's hard for me to 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 break that down in a way that they can truly appreciate it how would you how would you describe what you do oh that's really hard um i know basically um yeah i go out and, and my girlfriend's my videographer she has been pretty much since i started um and so her and i you know go out find a spot and then um, I put on the Heelys, hand her, hand her the iPhone, and we just, we kind of, it's all improv. We don't prep for certain songs or anything, and I just, I see objects, or I see just stuff, obstacles, whatever, and we, I just tell her, all right, I'm just going to jump off of this. And then I, I roll up, and I make sure I keep my balance, and I just do something half the time, even when I'm in the air, I'm kind of deciding what I'm going to do. I have no idea, and then I just roll away and then you know some of it some of it's like oh i want to see if i can do this so like because i'm competitive so i like trying to give her a little bit but a lot of it's like how can i do this and and kind of keep it fun and light like it's yeah it just depends on the day and stuff but um yeah i kind of just roll around and like do tricks on my heelys that's what i tell people um that troll they're like what is this what am i looking at and i'm like oh i just did some cool tricks because i'm kind of a troll too i'm kind of bad about that but sure uh, yeah i don't know (laughs) Would you consider it a sport or an art that you do? Oh, that's really good. Um, <laughs> kind of a combination of both. For me, it's such an art. I mean, yeah. sure, it is a sport, I suppose. <laughs> but what you do is so beautiful. We, um, all right, hold on. <laughs> let's, let's go to the phones real quick. Scott, okay. Scott, you're on the air. Hey, so I have a question for you. You know, Healy's came into my like awareness. Like I was at a Target one time, and I saw this kid like, you know, roll down the line, and I was like, "Holy shit! Like I need this." Um, I'm I'm just curious. Like, have you found any like actual functionality to your daily life that's improved because of the Healy's? <laughs> um, 
yeah, I mean, they, they are efficient, right? Like shopping, doing <laughs> different things like that. Like you can really kind of buzz around pretty quick. Um, so yeah, yeah, things like that, I'd say um, they're, they're practical for actually. And um, I know they were like banned for a long time, but I don't think stores like really remember them anymore. So I think you get away with it too, which is nice. It says my next question is like, do uh, do you have a recommended brand or anything like you guys? You know, I'm like a size 11, and I want to make sure that you know this is something that's actually doable for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Heelys.com, like I like I actually like uh, like have like the legit like brand Heelys, and um, I think sometimes sizes can be limited, but I'm pretty sure they go up to like a men's size 15. Like I'm a size 12, and um, all of mine are are from them, so they're pretty they're pretty solid. You have a code too, yeah, don't you? The last question. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Yeah, yeah. If you use, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say you have a code. Yeah, I want. Uh, yeah, the code. If you go to the checkout, there's a coupon code. It's uh, James G ten. So all, all one word, no spaces. James G ten, and then it's ten percent off um, your order. So right. if you get them off of Healy's, that that works. Nice. Sorry, Scott. Go ahead. No, no, uh, this is my last question and I'll drop, but uh, it was, um, is the reaction you get in, in real life the same as you're getting on the uh, the fake life of the internet? <laughs> not not really. Most people just kind of look confused. Every once in a while, like a car will drive by and honk and they'll yell something. It, it's, it's always positive, which is, once again, kind of shocking. I've never gotten anything like negative when I've been out and about. Most people are just like... Hey, Healy's cool and, and stuff like that. But most of the time, people just don't even care. They're just like, whatever, this guy's doing his thing, and they, they drive by or walk by. I love it. I love it. Well, I love you. it. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Yeah, for sure. Thanks yeah, for calling in. Thanks for Thanks. calling in, Scott. <clears throat> That's fun. I love it when we get phone calls. Well, James G., tell us about this song. Hold on a second. Let's get this going, your newest single. Oh, looks like we got another call, too. Maybe we'll do that. Hold on. This is James G., available everywhere you can get music. I'm just trying to glow. Always on the go. I never learn to take it slow. Retroactive motives, yeah, I owe this to my soul. I'm just trying to glow Always on the go I never learn to take it slow Retroactive motives Yeah Badass Alright let's go back to the Thank phones. you Yeah I'm glad you like the music A lot of people don't Like even though my handles James makes music A lot of people like Don't know I make music They like forget Which is So it's cool I really appreciate you guys Like checking it out for sure Yeah we love it We love it Let's see On the phones Dave from Dave from Philadelphia, you're on the phone. Sorry about that there, uh, James G. We are having technical difficulties with that call. Oh, no worries. But, uh, so, <clears throat> one of the questions that I did have for you was, uh, whether your cameraman was a friend or a girlfriend or whatnot, what have you. So you said it was your girlfriend. So what's that like? So she's she's there. She's filming you. Is she encouraging you? Is she 
commenting? Are you guys talking with each other about positioning? Like, you said it was sort of not choreographed and very freestyle, but I just, uh, I don't know. I have these grand visions of these discussions about I'm going to do this sick move off of this, uh, off of this picnic table. None of those things happen? No, no, they do happen at times. Like, cause some of them, some of them, it's like we're out in a parking lot, and I'm like, and she's just like, go, 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 and I just go and just do stuff. So like that happens sometimes. But like, if there's ever anything where like I know like like the porta potty one you brought up, I'm like, hey, like, should I do a trick in there? Like, is that is that too far? Is that she's like, oh, that's good. I was like, uh, oh, was... okay, cool. Like, it's like we'll we'll kind of bounce ideas off of each other and stuff like that, and then half the time she's like laughing or you'll hear like I, I always mute the audio like off of like the actual clips because yeah. half the time you can hear her like laughing if I do something <laughs> ridiculous or if I ever fall I've fallen a couple times and she's like oh my god I'm like I can't keep that in like <laughs> is, is are there any hopes like that dramatic you know what I mean are there any hopes of ever doing a bloopers reel so and I've, I've gotten that a lot and like I am definitely like for it the tough part is it's spliced over so many like, different, yeah. Like, the the tough part is, like, that just the bloopers in general. Like, I don't really, like, fall, like, fall, fall, like, hardly ever. Like, a lot of people have asked for, like, oh, I want a wipeout reel. I want this reel. And I'm like, <laughs> I would be totally down. But, like, actually, like, falling over, I think I've only had it happen, like, twice in, like, three years. Usually it's just, like, you hit a rock and you just walk instead of... right. Right, right, rolling, right. You know what I mean? So I'm just like, it might I just be like it. anticlimactic, and so I'm kind of waiting for like a big fall. And I mean, I'm not waiting for it. I don't want it to I, happen. But once I, that happens, I think I'll I'll post it for sure. There's <laughs> something beautiful about this anticlimactic bloopers reel, though, in like <laughs> slow motion as well. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of just like slipping. I, I throw it into edits once in a while just to see if people catch it. It's just like me like like wussing out or just like hitting a rock and yeah like I, I try to like make them like a little bit of a mix but yeah no that is a good idea just have a like compilation of three years of me just like trying to start and hitting a crack <laughs> <laughs> dave from philadelphia you're on the phone you you're live on the air dave are you there are you on mute what's going on man keep calling in you there Hey, uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yes, there he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've uh, been on the show a few times, but uh, wasn't going to miss a chance to talk to uh, James G. Really appreciate uh, you calling in as well. And uh, I'm, I'm new to your new to your Instagram feed, but uh, big fan, big fan already. So thanks for, uh, as Kevin said, putting uh, putting that love out there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, glad glad you found it. Glad you like it. Yeah. So uh, one question I've got is: so when you're when you're out there doing your thing, are you listening to your own music as you're as you're doing it, or is it completely just uh, separated at that point? Oh, uh, it's pretty separate. Usually, we're just um, we're just kind of out there doing our thing, and I put the music on after the fact. Like, um, I just yeah, like because I, I do all, like all the editing stuff, and so I usually just edit, try to keep everything like on time. So I'll cut out some of the roll in to make sure that I land on the snare drum, like stuff like that to line it up. But usually, yeah, when we're like rolling around and filming, it's it's just kind of like nature and I guess the city noise in the background. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Hey, do you have like a favorite location that you that you've shot? Is there like one spot that like you just remember vividly and would would love to go back to, or is it you already do that? Or um, that's a that's a really good question. Um, there's been a lot of them. So like, I mean, I, I try to keep it fresh as possible. I try to like hit the new spot like every time. Which after like three years, sometimes it gets a little bit tricky. But like, um, I don't know. I, I think I like maybe skate parks actually like it's just kind of fun because like it's actually built for like doing things off of so yeah. it's like a lot of stuff where i don't have to improvise as much yeah. and i can just like you know hit whatever's there like there's a picnic table and it's purposely a little lower so people can get up there and i'm like oh perfect i can jump right on that um and you know it, it's what it's made for where sometimes in public i'm like eh, i don't want to like break anyone's stuff and stuff so yeah, I'd, I'd say skate parks are probably my favorite otherwise just for like cruise and anything you know concrete and smooth is good yeah, that's cool uh speaking of in public if you uh being in minneapolis have you thought about the uh, the mall of america has anybody suggested that one yet <laughs> um that has to happen for sure I, I haven't done it yet um i know um yeah no that's definitely on the list to do awesome awesome well cool man i appreciate it just uh yeah keep keep doing your thing and uh yeah Thanks for uh, thanks for chatting. Thanks, yeah, spicy. absolutely. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> thanks, Kevin. All right, nice. Well, we've got a couple more questions here for you. If you have a couple more minutes, James G. Yeah, James. Hi, this oh, is Chris. Sure. Um, yeah, we we love your work uh, here at the show, both the healers and the and the music, which complements it all really well. Uh, beautiful and uh, really impressive. So thanks for that. And I, I suppose the thing that occurs to me is, you know, we um, are we right to receive it in some kind of sense that it's it's satirical, and in which sen- in which case, if that's the if that's the if that's right, do you have a what are we um, satirizing here? Is it kind of short attention spans and the role of modern social media, TikTok and Instagram and so deep, on? Deep is question. That, is that something that? helped drive your art stroke sport it's a heavy yeah. question no that's, that's <laughs> a good question too yeah that's a heavy question so yeah i'd say it's it's satirical to an extent right so like like especially like the music front like the healy stuff it's definitely satirical and i think like um you know skateboarding culture is so like prominent and they're in like extreme sports like there's just there's a big like fandom and so I think like the satire is like that and just kind of like watering it down to something that like someone like I like me like what I can do so like I think that's kind of where it falls like on the Healy's um, front in terms of the music stuff it's like I always try to throw in like punchlines and stuff to keep everything light but oftentimes you know I'm talking about a little bit like more serious topics at times things like yeah. that and really kind of just like expressing how I feel and how I see things and things like that but I try to I try to disguise it quite a bit so it's like it's fun and it's light and you can think it's hilarious and satirical if you want or if you want to hear what i'm thinking about how i'm feeling you know about life about society about whatever the case may be like you can find that too and so i think i think that's kind of the goal of like a lot of my stuff is like it's satirical but it's also kind of not like and so it kind Mm. of keeps people guessing and i think that that's just that's kind of fun for me too because i'm also half the time i don't know it's like am i being serious like especially um just with like the entertainment stuff in general yeah and it's interesting you know because i think the way that you've described what you do improvised slightly chaotic uh, a lot of it's intuitive and and made up on the spot a little bit is why i think 
this show likes you so much because that pretty much reflects <laughs> the ammo for this show i think <laughs> so that's that's also uh, uh, a really interesting it's very, idea it's very punk rock which is what we try to be countercultural and unconventional isn't yeah. it and is that that's sort of what you're aiming for is that james is that right yeah yeah definitely i've always been outside of entertainment i've always just been kind of a little bit like goofy like it's not like not a bad thing but it definitely no. it definitely seeps into my professional and you know entertainment work for sure awesome well you have channeled it in the most beautiful of ways so we thank you just and the planet <laughs> the planet earth thanks you and uh yeah just thanks for your time yeah we will continue to cherish every moment as we look on our telephones and we have a bad day we will smile when we go to james makes music yeah and uh yeah thanks for coming on the show yeah yeah thank you again so much for having me really appreciate the support and um yeah love to come back sometime it was fun all right yeah we'll definitely have you back uh for sure so uh hit us up if you're ever in new york too we'd love to meet you but uh yeah we'll be in touch yeah thanks james cheers cool yeah, sounds good. Have a good rest of your day, guys. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Nice. We did it. Good job. Good question. That was a deep question. <laughs> you really... <laughs> well, I was reminded a little bit of something you talked about a couple of weeks ago, which was... which uh, You remember you said about the degree to which you are playing a c- character... Yeah, you're in. It's a caricature of Kevin Rooney. Sure, an exaggerated, an exaggerated version. And of I wondered myself. if that, I wondered if that was the same. And it sounds James. like it is. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So he's in on the joke. Yeah. Beautiful. I was going to ask. At some point, he said cars would drive by and yell comments, yeah. which sounded very menacing. But then he said they were supportive comments. <laughs> and then I was like, well, it's Minnesota, right? Minnesota, nice. Oh, is that right? It's yeah. the reputation. But then I was going to ask, would you ever consider coming to an urban environment like the Bronx and healing around? Oh, I should have thrown it to you. I'm so sorry. No, I was just... I fucked up. I was just staring at the wall thinking about it. We had 20 minutes and I figured I'd let him go. It's not a good question. Um, (laughs) It is. Yeah, if... uh, You wouldn't last five minutes doing that round our way. (laughs) I would never frame it like that. (laughs) I, I love Minnesota, actually. It really is a pr- impressive what he's accomplished in, you know, a year and change, actually. Yeah. Um, much bigger f- audience than we have. <laughs> we got to ask him, are there any pretenders to the throne? Oh, posers. Yeah, that would have been a good question. People trying to piggyback off of his fame. Well, there might be a Healy's hashtag on Instagram where we could... Oh, I checked. Oh, you did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> authoritative <laughs> but you're you're uh, gav- you're uh, delving into this aren't you kevin in, in in terms of some sort of hope for the human condition yeah both, both him doing it and the positive responses at scale yeah because i i think that one of the few things that are pure left in the world are unfortunately just like cat videos or like puppy videos and i think that's just sad yeah that's a sad state of things um, but I do sometimes think that they're the most unconditionally pure things that are left. I mean, babies, I guess. Probably as well. 
I get about four Instagram <laughs> messages a day from my father. And they're all, <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> P- puppies, kittens, and babies. <laughs> what about them? Well, yeah, exactly. What's the <laughs> I don't know. It's funny to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get messages from your father on Instagram? I get about four or five a day. D- DMs? DMs. And um, and it, all it is is like a goose playing with a squirrel or like a cat and an otter, like uh, frolicking around, cuddling, whatever. Huh. They're all great, you know, feel-good stuff, but it's out of control. I can send you stuff like that. I'll look at it. I just don't have any con- I think he wants me to comment back, but just I don't... don't double-click it. You wouldn't notice, I don't think. <laughs> What's the frequency, Darren? How often do you Five get Five a day. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm gonna get a drink for a second. Hold on. Alright, I'm gonna look at the I'm gonna look at the record. Here's a here's a raccoon sweeping a floor with a uh, broom. I'm gonna double click it and see what happens. Alright, it puts a heart beside it. Is but that I, what you wanted? But I don't know if he sees that. Or if the raccoon does. <laughs> the raccoon is no longer with us. If you double click it. Oh no, it, why? What happened? I don't know. If, if you double click it, it'll put a little blue dot next to it that shows him that you've engaged. Oh, so I could scroll through all these and double click, double click, double click. Yeah. Um, See, problem solved. Aren't you glad you told me about this? Is this a way that he wants to reach out to you and connect with you on some sort of emotional level, your father? Too little, too late. Interesting. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, look, a puppy riding a <laughs> riding a chicken. I'm not exaggerating. That's, Christ, what, that's yeah. what it is. That's what we're li- that's what we're watching, listeners. Keep in mind. Is it often animals that are juxtaposed that wouldn't normally be seen together yeah, in the same space? That's his sweet spot nowadays. Mm. But keep in mind, this is like a career hard-nosed, stern, strict, harsh military person. Yeah. Who has gotten into retirement and like, I don't know what happened. And now he's DMing otter yeah. otter videos, trying to make up for lost time. Is it well? Is it post Iraq PTSD? <laughs> that would be wild if that got diagnosed. He was in Iraq. Uh, maybe he's trying to turn his life into something a little fuzzier and, and yeah. uh, more playful. I wasn't meant to be flippant, by the way. Sorry. <coughs> no, he's yeah. fine. Yeah, he wasn't fighting or anything. But he did. Well, <laughs> I don't want to. I won't get into that story. He has. He has very interesting stories about Iraq, about what was actually happening there. Oh, it sounds. Was he there the first time in the early nineties? Controversial. Time? He was there for four months in two thousand three in the lead up to the war and the beginning of the shock and awe thing. But his not Desert Storm. No, not <clears throat> not the first one. Uh, but uh, most of what he was doing is breaking up fights between Marines, eighteen year old Marines, nineteen year old. Yeah, they're all jacked up on adrenaline. They're fighting each other. They're fighting over video games and shit like. Young and it's the children's war. That's what we talked about that before on yeah, there. Yeah, every yeah. war is unfortunately a children's war. Mm. Seems to me. Now imagine you're 50 and you're trying to sort that out with these Marines. Yeah, and he's a doctor. He's trying to stitch people up. You know, it's not his responsibility. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Is that a good segue for me to go into uh, about? one of these topics hospital by jonathan richmond (laughs) you know what the um (laughs) oh good 
So this is why I don't watch television because these cats just fight each other. It's very entertaining to me. Um, you know, uh, in the world of smoking marijuana, that there's this thing called the volcano. Are you aware of this volcano? No. Huh. Okay. Well, that's okay. I have to describe it to the listeners anyway. So the volcano is basically like this contraption that sits on a surface and it comes up in a slope like a volcano. And at the top, you screw on this bag, this deflated bag, if that makes sense. You screw on this deflated bag and it bakes the marijuana and fills up the bag slowly so that eventually you have this gigantic plastic bat like like a balloon basically like full of smoke vaporized Mm. smoke am i describing that in a way that makes any sense yeah very elegant uh so so you you put the you put the, the the flower in that top of the volcano where it meets the plastic bag insertion thing great uh oh i thought that was it and so (laughs) the whole story and so uh when i went to washington dc i stayed at a place where there was one of these volcano things and it was super fun um silly you know like you you basically after after the after the the balloon fills with smoke you kind of just sit there casually and 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 you can take it at your own pace and you just sit there and hold this thing you know mm. and uh but it was it was intimidating to use like to like I couldn't figure out the mechanics of like hitting the start button turning up the cooking to a certain temperature like all these complications of this seemingly simple device and so I I I refrained from interacting with it beyond smoking the the balloon, right? And so uh, the person I was staying with was like, no, 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 don't worry. It's so easy. Just use it. You know, we're all going to bed, but just use it if you want. No problem. You know? And left you on your own without their guidance and without support. Any, without any guidance. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And so, uh, was that wise? And so I'm cra- no, and so I'm crashing on their couch. And so I have very strange sleeping habits. So I'll often go to bed at like seven o'clock and wake up at like three a.m. Things like this, like my cycle has sort of become off through COVID, and it never really got right again. Mm. And uh, so I was up at like four or five a.m right let's say 4 30 split the difference (laughs) middle of the night middle of the morning and i'm thinking like okay well i'm up let's uh let's wake and bake as they say yeah let's let's do a little morning volcano right and so i i try to walk back through what i thought that i learned through my instructions and I, I grinded up the 
the flour so that it was very fine, put it in the contraption, stuck it on the top of the volcano, turned up the temperature, put on the deflated balloon, and hit start, and then it slowly fills up. When, when it was perfectly full, I took it off of the contraption, the volcano, but I couldn't figure out how to turn the volcano off. And so I have the perfectly full balloon of smoke ready to enjoy. But at the same time, there's just billows of smoke coming out of the volcano that I couldn't figure out how to turn off. Just like a volcano. Like, like a real volcano. And it was so bad that eventually in this small room, the uh, fire alarm started oh. going off. <laughs> in the morning and the first thought that I had was is, oh my goodness are the entire building's fire alarms going off right now because I'm sitting here <laughs> and interacting with this like you know college dorm room <laughs> toy uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty awesome <laughs> pretty awesome moment at 40 actually you were in a dorm room <laughs> I was in the TV room of, uh, of an apartment in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. You meant dorm room symbolically. Because the volcano. Yeah, yeah. I thought you would v- were visiting someone in a dorm room. No. <laughs> that would have been... We should have led with that story. Yeah. yeah I'm reminded of the scene. You were, you were a little bit like uh, Woody Allen in Annie Hall, I think, when he snorts the cocaine briefly and then really expensive cocaine at a party with about five or six friends around and then he sneezes and, and it goes it everywhere, ev- everywhere <laughs> and, it, and it's like hugely embarrassing yeah it was for him it, and he's yeah it was like a charlie chaplin kind of moment yeah and you're kind of with your arms waving wafting around trying to move the smoke away from the alarm sensor and it was awesome so that happened <laughs> um would you use a volcano again Yes. Now I figured out how to use it. You know, it's <clears throat> it's similar to like when I was learning to drive stick and then nobody was home and I had to get to work and the only car was the one with the stick shift and I muscled through it. Mm. I feel like this, this, you know, I still got to enjoy the bag after all the alarms were put out and everyone was awake and woken. Uh, but like now I know how to do it. You know, you just learn the hard way. That's how I learned. So, so it was fine. Uh, and that was a thought. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the elections. Is that okay? Yeah, that's more than okay. Good. Let's play some music. We're playing music right now, which is circa in the background, and we're gonna play some music at a louder volume while we step away from the microphones. Uh, played by women we're playing women's music today i think we only played those leading up to this one i do hope we didn't play this one twice you're listening to radio free brooklyn my name is kevin and i'm eric this is the daily echo Thank you. 
New York is in New York without you, love. So far in a few blocks to be so low. And if I call you from first Avenue, we're the only motherfucker in the city who can handle me. New love wasn't true love back to you, love. So much for a home run with some blue bloods. If I Two great records there, Kevin, Sharon Van Etten, uh, and then St. Vincent with, in New York. Beautiful. You know, you know that Sharon Van Etten, I think, came out with the best album of the 2010s? Oof. Do you? Which, do you which I, I, really, one? I really believe that. The one that's called Are We There? Oh, yeah. It just yeah. destroys me. Yeah. I feel like it's start to finish perfection. Yeah. And I will go out on a limb and say that I actually do think it's my favorite album of the 2010s. That 10-year period between 2010 and 2020, just to be clear. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that period. Mm. Bold statement, I know. No, good for you, though. For I feel very strongly that, about it. Yeah. I always forget what the name of the album is even, but I just love it. I feel like I know every note start to finish. Yeah. I think it's her best album, yeah. Um, and then that... Uh, St. Vincent one. Didn't she do a piano album of all of those same songs? That's right, yes. It's yeah. kind of cool. Wonderful. Pretty cool. Was she? Did she break her guitar on SNL? Was that? 
No, that was Phoebe Bridgers. Oh, right. I don't know nothing about her. I know you like her, right? Phoebe Bridgers? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, her solo stuff. And then also she did this great kind of supergroup collaboration, uh, Boy Genius, with Lucy mm. Dacus. Uh, do you know that? That's that's also. I'm gonna get him some different headphones. Here, I got new ones. Hold on. No, I'm fine. I'm only here for a couple more minutes. Okay. Um, Noted for next time. Cause uh, I wondered why that was controversial that someone broke a guitar on yeah. SNL in 2012. Oh, it's be, it's controversial because it was comedy. It was embarrassing. What? It was it was like a staged. Uh, floor monitor uh on the you know like a white floor monitor that wasn't even like plugged into anything that she like took this guitar and like tried to smash it into <laughs> but the thing that was funny is, is, is like no matter how hard she tried it was just like bouncing off of the thing like nothing was breaking nothing <laughs> it was it was quite embarrassing actually but it was but she did intend to break it she tried to do like a badass guitar break premeditated thing and the guitar wouldn't break and then uh i can't remember which but one of the guys from crosby stills nash and young like commented on it and got in a bunch of trouble david crosby probably yeah um it's a whole thing weird what a weird controversy yeah that's how i know her (laughs) The woman who failed to smash a guitar, <laughs> yeah. who also plays music. <clears throat> um, what else you guys got? You got to go on a date in a bit. That's exciting. You're going to Williamsburg? Yeah. I haven't been to Williamsburg in so long. Union Pool, that's about it. Yeah, that's uh, a cool spot. I have too much reason to go up there. Yeah. Uh, we're seeing a Big Star tribute on Sunday. Yeah, that looks fun, doesn't it? I hope so. Yeah. It's at a church. Where? Um... It's the church that's in, uh, is it not, not Borum Hill, isn't it? It's the Brooklyn Heights church on Sunday nights. It's not the synagogue, right? That's Murmur. No, it's, the, it's, more, it's a church. Yeah. And it involves ex-Big Star members. Doesn't it involve one of the R.E.M.? Uh, Mike Mills. Mike Mills, I think, from R.E.M. is part of this. And they're playing cool. old, old Big Star songs, which, as you know, is one of along with the Velvet Underground I think they're my two favourite American bands of all time really? yeah huh um, we've played them on the show in the past I think we played September Girls on the show yeah. by Big Star about I've a month seen ago them. I saw a Big Star tribute after one of the guys had just died when I was down at <coughs> South by Southwest in like 2009 2010 was that Chris, Chris Bell perhaps wasn't it I don't know I think this is about 2009 2010 yeah. good to see you Darren yeah. farewell my friend he's on his way out he's on his way out um, don't let the cats out alright I assume they didn't get out they didn't good uh, alright well we've only got about five minutes that we need to hold down the fort for that's funny that he just put down his headphones and walked out yeah <laughs> I thought that he would have said goodbye <laughs> I think that's right goodbye <laughs> listeners on behalf of Darren yeah goodbye yeah. on behalf of and Darren Darren is Circa by the way because we didn't quite make that link while he was here no we didn't yeah Darren is Circa um, <coughs> oh speaking of which if we go to the new station mm. uh, we have a requirement to do 
one song from Bandcamp, like a new discovery kind of thing. Oh, interesting. Every show. That's good. I like that. So I'm going to make that you and Darren's job. Yeah, I'm on it. And then it'll be your little segment. You get to pick a song, talk about it. We'll check that box, and then we'll get back to the show. What's the background to that? Is that some sort of relationship between that station and, and Bandcamp, is it? Do you, do you know? It's their mission to just promote bands that are up and coming. All credit. It's cool. Them. I like that, yeah. It's badass. Yeah. But it's not my... like. It's, I'm, I'm trying to look for the two-hour thing, so if I can get you guys to help fill up that like seven-minute, ten-minute block. We've got your back for those seven minutes. Badass. <laughs> All right, so here's what we got. Stickers. Stickers. I made stickers. Of what? Of a QR code. And in the middle of the QR code is a black and white Statue of Liberty with my face on it. (laughs) And I'm going to start putting them in bar bathrooms. Oh, yeah, and lampposts. So people will scan scan the QR code with their phone. Yeah. And then it'll go to the website. How many stickers did you make? I think a hundred. Okay, it's a start, isn't it? I was just going to give a few to you, a few to Darren, a few to me. Keep them in our wallets, three inches by three inches. And what pops up when you look at the QR code? The dailyecho.nyc. Oh, your website. Yeah. I see. And then there's two buttons, the link to the radio show live or a link to the archives. The archives being hosted on a platform that we're not allowed to host on anymore. Have you been taking strategic marketing advice? No, but I'm working hard. I'm working hard. Have they arrived, the stickers? Can you give them in? No, but they're awesome. They're on the way. They're awesome. They're in the mail. They're in the, I approved the final whatever view of them. Um, signed it off the other funny note well this one's not funny but I gotta get it off my chest I gotta get it off my chest this week because it won't be as close to my heart next week so I have this neighbor I have this neighbor situation Mm, not good all of my closest friends always told me stay away this neighbor is trouble. Stay away. <laughs> Somebody in this building? Used to be. Right. No longer. Next neighbor. Former neighbor. And over the course of the last six months, I've only heard from said neighbor, let's say four times. Uh, three of the times were asking me ironically enough to come over and give them a cigarette (laughs) do they know your rates (laughs) I'm sitting here at home and someone is summoning me to their house to bring them a cigarette that sounds like there's some sort of ulterior motive here's the thing that bothered me about it so much everybody knows I always have them in my butt pocket invite me over to hang out And just know that inevitably I will offer you a cigarette. Yeah. Offer me over, uh, you know, invite me over as a friend, not as a, not as like a transaction. Yeah. And so, uh, 
so that's happened a few times four times in six months you said yeah and if i could just get really sobering about it two times while said neighbor was pregnant what, what, so what yeah what which i of course never responded to what's yeah what's the cigarettes what's going on it? here and so yeah they shouldn't be smoking obviously what kind of person is this and so uh so yesterday and i've been so i've been going to bed really early lately but so 10 o'clock or 9 45 is not unreasonable to be like tucked in ready to go to bed or already asleep tucked in all tucked in and uh and so that was what was happening around that time last night and i got a phone call from this neighbor and then followed by five or six texts like rapid fire asking me to bring over alcohol again not like a hey come over and hang out but like i need a transaction Mm. come over and so the last texts were at least answer the phone is one of them and then the last one is i'm scratching you off the list of uh something something neighbors or something did you say i'm all tucked in it's not a good time so well so i read all of this first thing in the morning and so i wrote a text that said sorry i was asleep and then the second text said however um i would have loved to i have always looked forward to the possibility of getting a text that said uh would you like to come over and hang out with our kid uh rather than just requests for cigarettes and alcohol so it's okay with me if you scratch me off your list. Yeah. And then I hit send. And I feel good about that. But my world just got even smaller in Red Hook. Uh, what sort of relationship do you think this person wants with you? Well, I don't want any relationship no, with this person. No, but what do they want with you, do you, do you think? I think they just wanted my cigarettes and alcohol. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah. So I didn't want anything to do with it. So I said, no, thank you. Uh, We have three minutes left in the show. It's our second to last show. And I suppose we should end it the way that we end every show. Yeah. Don't you think? Wonderful. Scott Walker. Um, perfect really for the last but one show and next week's final show and you never know what's going to happen after that yeah Chris yeah ne me quitte pas as they say in French have fun in Paris merci monsieur mon amour goodbye everybody if you go away on this summer day then you might as well Take the sun away All the birds that flew In the summer sky When Our love was new And our hearts were high And the day was young And the night was long And The moon stood still 
for the night bird's song if you go away if you go away if you go away but if you stay I'll make you a day like no day has been all will be again we'll sail the sun we'll ride on the rain and talk to the trees and worship the wind and if you go I'll understand leave me just enough love to fill up my hand if you go away If you go away, if you go away.